Not Just Football with Cam Hayward is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesar's Rewards. Must be 21 or older. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Not Just Football with Cam Hayward. As you know, I'm Cam Hayward, longtime friend and producer. Hayden Walsh is here. And we have a special episode while I'm in Vegas. He's not. But we'll get more to that later where we'll be next time you see us. But we are in the Pro Bowl. And it's a little bit funny how we got here. And uh, and I wish you were out here right now, but I'll, I'll see you next week. Yeah, I wish I was in Vegas too. You FaceTimed me and I saw your hotel and I was like, you had plenty of room. Where was the invite? I could have stayed in the, the extra guest bedroom that you had. Would have been great. Um, a little confused though. When we had our last show, you weren't a pro bowler. What the <laughs> heck happened from then to now to now we're doing a show while you're at the pro bowl? Dude, I uh I got the call or I got text messages at like twelve o'clock after the conference championship. And I look at my phone the next day and I was just like, they're saying congrats. I'm like, congrats on what? I'm just at home, I'm not doing a thing. Find out. Uh, made the Pro Bowl, and I'm just like, am I going to go? I'm kind of scrambling right now. Uh, this is right before we got a lot of stuff to do at the Super Bowl. But um, I was like, yeah, I want to be a part of it, man. It's, uh, it's a great honor. You, you never know when you're not going to make one of these. Uh, and so I was, I got here, what, uh, Thursday morning? after uh, Or Thursday morning here, but I left the house at like 3.30 in the morning and it was a heck of a event to get back over here, get over here to begin with. Yeah, they got you running around, man. Uh, and I, we talked, I think it was like Wednesday, and you're like, I'm going. And when we had talked previously, you said you weren't going to go, so it was kind of weird. But no. yeah, yeah, it's just kind of crazy, I think, how the schedules worked. Um, new format, though, out there. What did you think of the skills competition? You obviously did not advance in your round. You, you and Quentin Williams – the balloon toss was not great. Uh, at least you yeah. didn't break the balloon, though. I'm glad you didn't break the balloon. You made a good toss, yeah. and you had a nice catch. Yeah, I saw Jeff Simmons. He tried to catch the, the uh, balloon, and then it exploded on his face. Glad I didn't have, like, any memes or gifts that had, like, water all over my face. But what do you know? I'm, I'm relying on another jet to do my job. And once again, it didn't work. So thank you again, New York Jets. <laughs> yeah, this is a great lesson, Cam. You need to take care of your own stuff. Stop relying on Joe Flacco or Quinn Williams to bail you out. And you need I to know. take I will say this. I got to be honest with you. Your throw was not great. The second throw was not as good. It, it's tough to bend down and catch the balloon. Uh, I think I, I will say there was a bad throw on that one. Oh, I'm not the best thrower. I'm not a quarterback. Okay, I'll give you that. But, uh, you know, you're so used to throwing it for 10 yards. When they moved to 15, I was like, I, I got to get it out there and, you know, you put a little bit too much on it. Everybody's got their own techniques. And I was like, he kept saying, I'm going to catch it and go like this and bring it in. But it just ended up working out. But I think the, the format's been cool. We've been doing some different things. Um, and I think it's just more interactive. Uh, more guys are on the spotlight. You, you see guys like Joel Petonio um, catching punts and then being able to um, – Throw a couple footballs. Uh, Trey Henderson from Cincinnati Bengals doing pretty well out here as well. AFC's looking good. Um, we've been playing some different games. And then uh, we got the flag football and the gridiron challenge this Sunday. Yeah, I was hoping I'd get to see you in the punt thing. I think you're pretty good. I think you'd be pretty good at that one, uh, catching the punts. I, 
I, I think I've seen you do it before. So I figured you'd be good at that one. Um, what was your favorite event from the that night, though? Um, I wish I got to do the the punts. I think dodgeball is always fun. Um, me being the last minute uh, add-in, I wasn't added to dodgeball, but I like to think I am one of the key pieces for a good dodgeball team. Yeah, no, the AFC dodgeball team, I think the defense won, and they were saying on like the broadcast, it's like it's kind of like a cheat code. You have Derwin James, Minka Fitzpatrick. Like, There's so many great athletes who can catch and move on that AFC mm-hmm. defense side for dodgeball that it, it was really tough to beat them. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I uh, I actually really like it. So the, so the guys are enjoying the skill competitions and things like that as well? Yeah, I think they're enjoying it. It's a different format, and I think um, we're still getting to hang out with our families and like – really showcase and show them um, what, a, what like being a pro bowler is. Um, I think some, some uh, a couple of times in the past, it's been harder because guys just want to spend time with their families. And, you know, I like the football setup, but not a lot of guys did. Um, so this provides different ways to do it. Not as long as practices, uh, but people can mix it up and do what they want. Um, and they're having it in different places. You know, we're in Vegas, we're on the strip. Um, next year, I think it's Orlando. No, I don't know where it's after that. It might be LA or Hawaii. But, um, you know, mixing it up all these different places is cool. Uh, and you're bringing in such a, a different crowd. You're not just bringing in the football crowd, you're bringing in the flag football. And flag football is really catching on. So I think it's, it's something we can continue to keep growing. Um, and you get to highlight more players. I hope in a couple years or even next year, we have big man flag football. Mm. And you really get to highlight how athletic your O linemen and D linemen are. I think that could be really cool. Even if we just did like walking football, that's what like <laughs> I, me, 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 and like TJ uh, Tyson, uh, two at years past, Bud Dupree, we always played walking football in um, preseason. That was like our warm up if we weren't playing. So why not have that chance to really highlight those guys and show off their athletic ability, dude? Big man flag football, just the offensive defensive lineman would be amazing. That would be so much fun to watch. So much fun. Like, it's cool when you get like the regular athletes, but when you get to show guys that not that are not just your your bruisers and your bulldozers and really just highlight them, they would be wildly surprised. And could you imagine the highlights are you seeing a guy like Trent Williams going up for a catch? Or, you know, um, plenty of other guys just doing a one hand catch. You'd be like, oh, shoot. Damn, I didn't know he was that, that athletic. You know, it, it's not just JJ Watkins catch, catch touchdowns. Let's give some highlights to some other guys. All right. So let's actually hash this out a little bit here. So it would have to be offensive linemen and then what? Defensive linemen, defensive ends, no OLBs, though, right? It's just defensive linemen. We, I say we include the OLBs. And then we include the tight ends and then let the tight ends have to cover the OLBs. That's fine. Okay, cool. That that actually that okay, that's a good compromise there. That because then be you fun. can get Kittle, you can get Kittle versus TJ. Uh-huh. And I think that that would be a heck of a matchup. Oh no. I heck mean listen, if you include the OLBs and the tight ends, oh my gosh. Now the question is though, who's gonna play quarterback for you gotta have to find the quarterback though, I think would be a little tougher than you think though, too. I know, but that's the funny thing. You know, a guy a guy like TJ Watt played quarterback in high school, and I give him a lot of crap for it, but 
if we were on the same team, I, I'm feeling pretty good about that situation. You know, you get a guy like Lane Johnson who played quarterback coming in. That's a hidden talent we could take advantage of. No, I think you're right, though. I think that'd be a cool way to kind of show that the offensive linemen and defensive linemen are not just big, powerful guys. They're athletic. Yes. They're, there's a lot more going on there, I think, than the eye can see. Um, man, that would be great. Hopefully they hear that. Are you are you playing Sunday in the flag football game? I'm not playing in the flag football. I'm playing in the gridiron gauntlet. Um, what you is know, that? Explain I, what that is to us, please. I think it's a bunch of different like ways to highlight agility, strength, um, speed, but it, it'll be really cool. I'm going to equate it to being like something like something out of Global Guts. Okay. Or like one of those things. So we're running around. So it should be pretty fun. Man, all right. So you're not playing. When's the last time you played flag football? Have you ever played it? I've never played professionally. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's funny because I feel like growing up, we really didn't have flag football. Like Connor, you know, he's had flag football growing up. But for me, it was either you played, you know, uh, seven on seven. Mm -hmm. um, and that was just your skill, guys. Or you just, you know, you went just straight to football. You know, it sounds to me like you're a little jealous that you weren't a skill guy. You never got to play the seven on sevens. You never got to do yeah. any of that stuff. And I can hear it in your voice that you are genuinely hurt that they never had a big man flag football league. You're damn right. I think we, we got to start, you know, big man lives matter. And we, we, <laughs> nice. we, we got we to start making sure we take care of our O-line and D-line a lot more. No, I'm in on that. Uh, hopefully somebody from the NFL is listening and, and maybe next week you could talk to somebody or even while you're out there that next year there needs to be a separate division for offensive and defensive linemen. Uh, maybe like make it like a, a weight league, like 280 or 270 and higher can only play in that that region or that level. So I need to present this to Roger Goodell, Troy Vincent, uh, Tracy Perlman, talk to them and just say, we're going to put a scale out and whoever sets on the scale can go on to play the flag football, and then we'll go from there. I think everybody would get enamored by the the, the, uh, the weights that come off of that. It would be funny to see guys trying to gain weight to play in it. Like, you know, like sometimes guys yes. try to cut weight in wrestling. They're trying to gain weight now just to play in that. I, listen, I think we got something. I think we should we should really put together something for Roger Goodell and the rest of the people that you mentioned, and let's get this thing going. Yeah, it doesn't have to – like, if we can't do it here – I say we just talk to Pat McAfee, you know, we, we organize it like a backyard uh, wrestling thing. And we're just doing somebody's backyard. And have some fun that way. <laughs> I'm in. Let's go. Let's just go to a random high school and play a random flag football with a bunch of good athletes. All right. Yes. Yes. That sounds good. With Caesars Sportsbook and Casino, every bet earns with Caesars Rewards. That means whether you win or lose, you're always earning towards perks like free stays at iconic Caesars properties, game tickets, dining, and more. And if you haven't started yet, here's a reminder. Your first bet is on Caesars, up to $1,250. Download the app with promo code OMAHAFULL and place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get your stake back as a bet credit. Must be 21 or older, offer valid, and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit $1,250. Must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying 
underlying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Voidware prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas. Affiliated with Kansas, Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Horace, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. Affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. Or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK, 467-369. What do you want to eat tonight? Maybe you want a home-cooked favorite, but don't feel like going to the store? Or you want something exciting and new, but it'd be great to stay in the night. DoorDash connects you with everything you want, whenever, however you want it. With DoorDash, you're not just getting things you love, but supporting the community you love too. For a limited time, our listeners can get 50% off up to $20 in value. And $0 delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app and enter code Hayward. That's 50% off up to $20 value and $0 delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code Hayward. Don't forget, that's code Hayward for 50% off up to $20 value and $0 delivery fees with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right. Um, well, since the last time we talked, there's actually been a lot of stuff that's happened in the NFL, NBA, whatever. But I want to start with some NFL topics. Uh, yes. Your best friend, you established this this year, Tom Brady, has officially mm-hmm. retired again. Um, mm-hmm. Just want to hear your take on that. Obviously, you've played against him for a long time and just want to hear what you have to think. And, and it, is it official? I, I think it's official, first of all. Um, you know, I think you look at this past year uh, and, you know, he could go somewhere else. But at this, like you start to think, at this point, does he want to go to another team and have to restart everything and have to work at, at this? Um, I think he could, but I just think this one feels a little bit more permanent. I think, you know, you do the Jordan comeback, you can't keep doing it. You can't keep saying you can come in and go out. Um, but, but that's my point of view. Um, and I, I think I just started to appreciate what he's done for our league. You know, as a competitor, you're always like, man, I got to beat that dude. I don't respect him. I just got to go out there and dominate him. But I think you start to look at the longevity of what he's done. Um, that It's going to be hard for any player to replicate. Uh, and um, not only that, I think he was a genuine good teammate. And I don't think we talk about the great player he was, but uh, you see how many times he interacted with guys, going to hang out with them. Um, going to their charity events. I saw one thing, he, he was helping out Logan Ryan uh, with his, um, with helping take care of dogs and he would bring his daughter along. Um, you know, I think Tom Brady is just a heck of a dude uh, that should be commemorated not only for the way he played on the field, but how he was as a teammate. So 
Um, kudos to him. I know he's got a movie coming out, 80 for Brady. Um, got to plug that. Maybe we can get a, a, a free showing of it. Um, we know you're a big Boston guy, and so uh, it, it'll be great for you. Uh, I don't know about a big Boston guy. Um, 80 for Brady. Are you are you gonna go see 80 for Brady? Like uh, that one doesn't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that would pass the spell test for me. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what I would equate 80 for Brady to. Like on a scale, like I don't think it's gonna be better than Longest Yard. No, no. I don't think it's gonna be. What's another sport? I don't think it's gonna be better than like fever pitch. Put it that way. Oh man, that's that's a good one though. That's a corny good one. Like you, I know. you can't go the good the good sports movies. You kind of gotta go the, like like the replacements. Will eighty for Brady be better than the replacements? Probably not. No, right. No. But I also think it's you gotta realize Keanu. you gotta realize though too. Like Rotten Tomatoes makes the replacements look like it's a terrible movie. But I like it. Like I thought it was a good movie. But that's also like I think is our age the way we when we grew up. Yes. And let's talk about John Favreau in that movie. John Favreau might be one of the funniest people, and then he plays like a, he plays a cop, a SWAT, yeah. or he's part of a SWAT team. Um, and there's just the talent they had in that crew was in that cast was pretty funny. You know who the tight end is? Yes, it's, it's Roy um, from The Office. Yeah, it's Roy from The Office. <laughs> yeah, he's the it, deaf tight end. Who they have to yeah. side the play. Great, great movie. Great movie. Um, one thing I did want to ask you about Brady, he's 11 years older than you, I think, or 10 years older than you. What, yeah. how does that make you feel that a guy can play? And I know he's not, doesn't get hit as much and he's the quarterback, but to play at 45 mm-hmm. years old, you've got to think that's pretty impressive. That's more than just impressive, man. Um, your body is taking some hits. I know he's pretty good at getting the ball out and finding the right reads, but man, to get up, what? over 20 times every year and say, hey, I'm coming back. Um, that's special. Um, and, you know, you, you start thinking about your longevity in this league and you say, you know, you want to be able to stand out like that because you're setting precedence for that position. Um, and, man, it, it, it's it's definitely a grind. Um, every year you have to be willing to sacrifice your body, your mind to it, uh, because you don't want to do things uh, – half-assed or you know do things to a step where it's like they don't recognize you on the field you want to continue to keep producing and you can say that for every year you play yeah no just incredible and uh it i hate to say it, it kind of makes me feel old that tom brady ben roethlisberger uh, you know, Drew Brees, all these guys that we grew up with watching and you played against some of them as well. You've all of them, I think yeah. Peyton Manning, um, they're all retiring. And I think that that's kind of hitting home. Like, wow, it's an end of an era for us. End of an era. But you know, the funny thing about it is everybody was looking at, Oh, I can, I can get Tom Brady in free agency. He's going to be available. And now he just screwed up everybody's plans. You look at the Raiders, you look at the Jets and you're just like, yeah, you struck out on that one because Tom Brady's not available anymore. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because there's one team you didn't mention in there that uh, Tom Brady was linked to as well, and that's the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy tours UCL, and I think me and you have a difference of opinion on this. Is Brock Purdy the quarterback of the future for the San Francisco 49ers? See, no, this is not what we talked about. We talked about him being the starting quarterback next year. Yeah, I mean, that's the quarterback of the future, though. I don't know if he is. Because, because he's coming off an injury on his rookie season and he needs those reps. And 
I don't know if he's going to be ready by the season. I personally have had Tommy John surgery, so I have a lot more information than you. <laughs> so um, I would just say, man, it's going to take a lot of work. Um, you know, not having that chemistry to really work with your wide receivers in the offseason um, and to do it in the play, you know, la- one of the last playoff games and then trying to restart everything. That's a pretty big, uh, you know, hole to get out of. Um, you're not going to be ready by trading camp. And then you're just going to be fighting uphill. And you're going to think Trey Lance is going to be, you know, ready to be plugged in there pretty soon. So um, we'll see. Uh, you know, I don't know what they do with Garoppolo. They probably lost Garoppolo. And uh, it's going to be it's going to be a show, to say the least. Okay, first off, I we need to address this. You've had the surgery, so you know better than me. Hold yes. on. I know, listen, I know multiple people that have had the surgery and in different sports. So so I have some level of understanding of what this is going to take. And I, I'm under the belief that the rehab for an NFL player, quarterback, or any position would be less than that of a baseball player, which is about anywhere from 12 to 16 months to recover from the UCL. Now, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I just think that the style of ball they're throwing, the amount of throws he makes is just less to ask of a, of a guy who's starting a pitcher in, in baseball. We've come a long way in this surgery. I think Purdy will be fine. Um, also, too, you're comparing Trey Lance. Who was better this year, Trey Lance or Brock Purdy when they played? Brock Purdy, of course. But I'm just saying he's not going to be ready. And when did you become Hayden Dr. Andrews? Listen, I read up on this stuff. I've talked to some people oh that had the injury. God. I have sources, too, okay? I have sources. Oh, okay? my gosh. Uh, Wow. And I just I, I don't think the injury well, didn't but didn't didn't Josh Allen doesn't didn't he play with a partially torn UCL? Partial is different, sir. Oh dude, if it's faster. torn, it's torn. It's I'm telling you right no. now, if it's torn, it's torn. No. Okay. And and you're just delaying de- delaying the inevitable of needing surgery at some point. Um So do you want to go ahead and call Josh Allen? You want to get him on the phone and tell him that he's not gonna be ready to play this year because uh he needs to get surgery as well. I think if Josh Allen has a tear in his UCL, he should definitely get it repaired. Why not? Why wouldn't you? Isn't that what happened with Ben? Didn't Ben basically tear the bone off his elbow because he had let it it sit and didn't didn't fix it? I don't know. I think with Ben, I don't. I think Ben eventually just it went. I don't know if there was an injury before, but Ben's just he was throwing in. Once he let it go, he knew it was gone. I remember him at, in the locker room and just saying, I can't, I can't do anything with this. Mm-hmm. And we knew right then and there that, you know, I think positions matter. At, like for me, I'm able to come back a lot faster. And I came back what? Um, so I got hurt in the Sugar Bowl of my senior year. Um, I didn't know. I thought it was just a bruise. I went out to start training in AZ. And I tried to bench 135, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, they were like, yeah, let's get that scan. I didn't know what was wrong. I went, I, I like, couldn't even sit still in the MRI machine because, like, it felt like all the scans were hurting my, my elbow. Mm-hmm. And so I was ready to go by, I was able to start running, start running, by um, pro day, and that was the only thing I was able to do. And so, I I was ready by training camp. I remember training camp got pushed back because I was coming off the lockout year. I mean, it was coming out of the lockout, uh, and so 
I'm I'm not in a better position because I don't have to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. I I couldn't I couldn't imagine for a guy who has to do it who has to do that for a living trying to make sure he's doing it nonstop. I think that's just a lot to ask to say he's going to be anywhere close to ready by the beginning of the season. We'll see. I mean, I feel bad for the guy because he played great this year. Yeah. He probably did earn it. Um, but you know, they're in an interesting spot because I think they probably keep Trey Lance, obviously, and then. Like you said, if he's not ready, but here's the thing. If he's not ready and Lance starts the year, how quickly are they going to be ready for those boo birds if he doesn't play well and it's going to be screaming Brock Purdy's name? They're going to be screaming Jimmy G. I know they said they didn't want to bring him back, but, man, when is Jimmy G going to get the respect he, he, he deserves? He's been to a Super Bowl. He, he's been in some dog fights with some teams. I just think you can't, you can't like, you can't underestimate what he's done in this league. I know sometimes it hasn't been the greatest, but the guy has produced. And, you know, it's hard to find good players in this league. I think he's one of them. Yeah, he's definitely a guy that if the roster around him is good and he has the pieces, yeah. he can get you to a conference championship or a Super Bowl. Um, yeah. I do, though, you know, there's one place that I think he's going to go, and we're going to talk about their former quarterback here in a second, is uh, Vegas, where you are. I think his old – Vegas. Uh, wasn't, 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 um, wasn't Josh McDaniels, his coach in new England for a little bit. Like they have a history to where I think that's a place that to me would be very good. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't end up there, obviously, because I know he's been sending a lot of cryptic tweets. Yeah. Gosh, we got to get through these cryptic tweets, man. Like, like who really wants to just read between the lines and just say, Oh, I think he's talking about this. Like, when did that just become the cool thing to do? Um, and you know, I think what LeBron's, you know, got the crown on and you know, watching the Kyrie stuff. And we'll get to that. But when you you watch Aaron Rodgers, you don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, the Vegas thing. Um, you know, Josh McDaniels obviously has ties to the women, and Garoppolo would be grateful. But I, I think we got to give give a little bit of love to Derek Carr. I think you know. Um, it's quick to, you know, say he, he did this wrong and he did that wrong. Man, I've seen Derek throw some really incredible passes and be an incredible leader and not throw anybody under the bus. Um, you know, besides, it was kind of funny during the, you know, the precision passing and him saying, you know, that's why I had to get out of town. Uh, I thought that was pretty fitting. But, man, Derek's a heck of a dude. And, man, I think he, he can wind up in a really good situation. and. Raiders could be regretting this for a very long time. No, I'm glad you brought that up. What was the what was the response in person on TV? It was very funny. Ryan Clark had a great reaction to it. What was the response to like the AFC guys, even the NFC guys, when he said that? Because that was a really clever and I think a good line to kind of be like making kind of laughing at himself, which is pretty cool that he can do. Well, it's kind of it's kind of funny, like the promos here, and you know, the Raiders. I read something that if he had gotten hurt they were going to have to pay him more money and it would be harder to trade him. And so then you have to cut him, but still pay him his money. I went up to Derek and I was like, Hey, do you need me to tackle you? Do you need, do you need me to lay you out just one more time? So, we, and you just slide me a, a mill. We'll, we'll call it even. Oh, that's, so, it. that's it. Just a mill. Just a cute just, seven just, fingers. Yeah. You know, go better than black right now. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think we, uh, I think Derek uh, is handling it the right way. 
I think that was his first time back in the in the facility. We were in the practice facility. He hadn't been there so since you know two or three se- two or three uh, games left in the season. And so he just, you know, they kicked, they said, don't show up. And, you know, I, I think it was kind of a homecoming, but I think Derek's just handling the right way. He's going to wind up in a great situation. And, man, uh, whoever gets him is going to be, you know, pretty fortunate. Where do you think he'll end up? I have a few teams in mind, but I want to hear yours. I think, cool. Um, I think there's some sneaky teams. Mm-hmm. There, you know, there's, you know, everybody makes a big deal about Lamar, right? And who can get Lamar? Derek could wind up in Tampa. How cool. That could be a really interesting spot. Or go to the Jets. Mm-hmm. Or go to the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Or go to the Carolina Panthers. You know, there are some interesting spots that if he goes to that team and a lot of these teams already have good run games, it's not like you're just starting from square one. Um, and then... You know, I'm just thinking, oh, New Orleans. You know, you, New Orleans could be cool. Um, but then you don't know what's going to happen with the Giants thing. You know, you, there's some interesting things that are going to happen this offseason that if they hit free agency, boy, it could be really interesting for a guy like Jerry Carr. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I, I kind of want to get your opinion on this, too. Uh, Derek mm-hmm. Carr and Kyrie Irving are going through similar situations right now. How Very. would you... How would you compare how each has handled their situations? And we'll go more into Kyrie here, but I kind of want to compare the two situations and how differently they handled them. Yeah. Um, it's kind of funny. I feel like, you know, one guy wanted to be in the place. The other guy wants to leave. Uh, Kyrie wants to get out for, for whatever reason, whether it's money or he wants to go play for a different team or, you know, he just thinks – you know, it's time for a different change of scenery. But Derek, I felt like, wanted to be a Raider for life. Um, and now he's looking at a situation where um, he was told to not show up. And I think Kyrie was told that earlier, but for totally different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you have to, um, you know, I think both are trying to trying to walk a fine line um, because they both could be cut or traded. And now the game is 
do you get something for the guy before he gets free agency, or do you cut him? I mean, when in Derek's case, you're gonna, you're gonna cut or trade, but in Kyrie's is, you know, get something for me now, or when I'm gone, you get nothing. And you know, it's a it's a tight rope to walk. Um, you know, if you if you're a Nets fan, you're like, man, we're gonna we're gonna win this championship, and then you can go about your business. Um, because then you look dumb for leaving, but Kyrie's the type of person that could be very, you know, one-minded and say, yeah, I'll blow this thing up before you guys want to take this shit. Well, that's kind of what I want to ask you. You're a guy who has to be in the locker room. How can he yeah. show, ba- show back up making that request? And also, too, to me, this has to be stated in this, too. Cam, they're like second place in the East. If they if they yeah. were out of the playoffs, I'd be like, all right, I get it. It's just not going well. They're playing good. Kevin Durant's been out, and they're still playing well enough to maintain their positioning in the Eastern Conference. It just kind of feels like almost quitting on your your teammates. You know, this game's a business, and you have to use leverage to your uh, advantage. Um, because in any other job, you have leverage. When your skills are wanted, and, you know, Anybody can sign a contract in any sport or any job, right? But you are given the right to say, I want to negotiate at any time, right? And so we have to, you can't just look at sports or just treat it from everybody else and say, hey, I have to abide by this at all times. At any given time, I need to be able to capitalize on my time, where I'm at in my career, and how I can get the most out of it. I know there was a big contract. A contract negotiation that fell through and Kyrie thinks he's worth more than that. And so he has the God-given right to, to do that. I know we, we look at it as, oh, we should be we should be teammates. I'm teammates with everybody. I don't be the greatest teammate in the world. But I want to feel value for what I'm doing out there. Because if I have you at second place in the East right now, treat me like that. Treat me like I should be the guy going forward. And, you know, Kyrie wants to be second fiddle to nobody. Yeah, but if he goes to the team that I think me and you both would like him to go to, uh, he will be second or third fiddle on that team, the Lakers. If he goes to the Lakers, he might, but I think at this point, he they're going to pay that. They're going to pay the luxury tax. They don't really – like, Lakerland is like, yeah, we'll just – we'll find some other way to pay for it. So, um, at least he'll be monetarily – um, taken care of if it ended up that way. So you think whoever trades for him or if the Lakers trade for him, they will sign him to an extension? Because that's really what this all boils down to. The Nets weren't going to get yeah. four years, $200 million. Yeah, I think that's really what comes down. I think um, you look at the teams, he's not going to go unless he gets what he wants. Mm-hmm. And guys, like, we can make a big thing and say he's being selfish, but man, every person in this world, is given that guarantee to negotiate in any way. Because the boss will hold that over your head and say, you're worth this, and say, no, I know what I'm worth. I'm looking at the market value, I'm looking where I'm elite, and you got me for a discount at this price, but that doesn't mean that, that doesn't mean I have to continue to play under that. And I, I think that's, that's a smart strategy, strategy and, you know, really treating this like a business. Any chance the Lakers would trade him as a rental? Just try to win it this year with them? No. No. You don't think? No. I, I think if the Lakers want him, they want him long haul. I, I do. I think because 
you know, you get him, AD, and LeBron on the team, you're not just thinking one year. You're thinking the window's back open again. I'm not going to lie, though. I like some of the moves they made. Like the Hachimura trade I thought was really good. And like they're, they're trying to build up a team to become better, and they've played better as of late. Um, yeah. We got to talk about this, man. LeBron is 63 points away from catching Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. What are the odds he does it tonight? He just goes to the full 63 tonight against the Pelicans. Uh, well, let me go over to Caesars Palace and talk to my guys there. Yeah, dude. And see. <laughs> yeah, Caesars Sportsbook. What are the odds of that? Yeah. I will say, the way people are scoring this year, Cam, if you told me he went for 60 tonight, it wouldn't be shocking. I, I, I keep hearing this thing, though. I said, they said, to break the record, he has to do a sky hook. Oh, yes. God, don't. Just dunk it. You don't got to do the sky. No, I don't care about that. No, about to that. break the record, do you know how like legendary it, that pick would be? It would be cool, but also at some point, it's almost like you're getting too cute with it. Just break the damn record. If you're at 62 points, go for the damn sky hook. Not if we're what – if, what if it's a close game late and LeBron's like, well, I had to do the sky hook mm-hmm. to make everybody happy when I broke the record. Come on, man. Just – <laughs> Then you go into the next game and you say, I'm going for the skyhook. <laughs> He's like over 12. Because he keeps trying to skyhook it. No. Yeah. I mean, it, that's a great, cool thought. Like it would be really cool. But I, no, just get the damn points. Yeah. Yeah, get the, get the points. I, I'd probably be like, yeah, just give me, give me the sack if I'm, if I'm breaking the record. Um, but uh, it, it's going to be really cool. Um, when do you think he's going to break it? I'm going to say probably um, – I think he wants to do it at home, so I think he'll do it uh, – I think the Thunder, Tuesday the 7th, he'll do it. Um, even though I will say doing it against Milwaukee, uh, Kareem's old team, would be the one. So here's what will probably happen, right? Um, they'll probably – he'll probably do well tonight. I wouldn't be shocked if he sat Tuesday against the the, ah. the OKC and then and then um, Thursday against the Bucks. he broke it then at home. How about if he tries to do the skyhook and then uh, Giannis just comes out of nowhere and just swats the shot? You can't, you can't get too cute with it, dude. Like if he, if he's got a mouse in the house and like, you know, Pat Connaughton's on him, yeah, go skyhook on it. <laughs> but if Giannis is on him, don't get cute. Just get the damn points. All right, just get the yeah. points. Yeah, I, I agree. I think if he, I, I think it'd, it'd be really fitting to beat do it against the Bucks. Um, you know, it's crazy how some of these schedules work out where you. You get these games that just mean a little bit more. Um, maybe they're they're rigged or scripted, like Aaron Foster would say. Um, we probably do need to talk about well, that. Listen, well. I gotta ask, what was your thought when the script came out this year that you guys were going nine and eight with the rookie quarterback and you know your defense? You know, you had the script against Baltimore too, where you were out of your gap. Like, what yeah. is going, what is going on, Cam? We need to talk to the writers here and and get some better storylines for you. Yeah, I need some better storylines, and I need the script to change when I get these damn penalties, because these penalties suck. Um, <laughs> you know, they, they, these scripts are ridiculous. I just, like, when he said that, I started thinking, like, guys, like, you think somebody wants to get injured? Do you think some of this stuff is just supposed to happen? Like, and then, like, some some people were just like, you think it's true? And I was like, he was, he's on a show called Macrodosing, and like, like, come on, man, like, he was probably just like in it and lost his train of thought. Well, imagine like if someone was joking on Twitter, like imagine what Alex Smith said when he got the script about his leg. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> things like that. Like, or, or like the Raiders game versus the Patriots. Yeah, you think yeah. someone really scripted that crap? Yeah, like like some of the stuff is so funny, but I thought it was great because people actually thought it was real. And I'm like, you think these guys would sign up for scripts that just favor Tom Brady for the last 20 years? I mean, come on. My gosh. I, that's not good for your game if one guy just keeps winning. Um, yeah. Or maybe it is. But, you know, I think you look at it and you say, you know, there are offensive scripts where you need to do plays. There's no actual script that we all follow and that I need to, you know, sing or do this crap or whatever. It's just, it's ridiculous. Well, you know, I, I, I can't believe that that was actually a real thing. It's just funny to think that yes. like, when he, I think he even said, he's like, yeah, our practice time is just sent working on the script. It's like, man, I, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Um, well, so yes. let me ask you this. Let's, let's move to the NBA here. The Memphis Grizzlies, have been a part of the script a lot lately. Uh, right. They fight with Shannon Sharp. They now are fighting Donovan Mitchell. Um, wh- where do you? What's your take on the Grizzlies? I, I, like I want to say they're a tough team, and like they got like Stephen Adams, a pit guy I respect. Um, I really like John Morant. Um, I like good defense, and I like scrappy teams. But like some of the stuff was just like like you elbow. Elbowing guys in the crotch, like I just didn't think that was it's dumb. That does nothing. Um, I do how I do like how Donovan Mitchell responded though. He was like, you know, it's not something that's new. Um, and he said, I'm gonna continue to keep busting his ass. <laughs> so you know, I think it it, it, it it's fitting. But uh, if you want to take on that mantra, you better be able to carry it through the entire season and into the playoffs because there is some. There's some teams that are like, okay, if you want to go down that path, you if you you want to be the Detroit Pistons, you better be ready to be the Detroit Pistons all the time. And you, you want to be the bad boys. It's like there, there's a there's a script for that, but you can't just turn it on when you feel like it. You got to be the same time, same team every single time. Well, I think isn't there at some point y'all need to win something to have this type of villain attitude. Like to me, Golden State, Draymond Green falls into that. I mean, if you don't win anything, I mean, like you haven't even played on a finals yet and they're fighting everybody. Like it's, I don't know. You'll need to win a little more before I hear you run in your mouth. I don't know if you need to win more. I just need, it's gotta be consistent, hands down. If you're gonna be about it, you gotta be about it all the time. I don't wanna see you shrivel up once you play LeBron. You better be right up in his face and you know, I, I remember seeing the clip where, you know, they were chirping back and forth for LeBron. And LeBron was like, oh, now you want to talk. You get a couple points, you want to talk. Then LeBron came down the next play and dunked straight on him. Like, you can't be running away from that. It's got to be something that's done week in and week out, and you set the standard. I don't care if you ever won a championship, but you gotta you got to be bad all the time if you want to play like that. Yeah, but I think it's also my point where I'm like, the guys they're going after, like they love to go after Golden State. It's like Golden yeah. State's been there, done that. Like you're you're talking crap to Clay Thompson, who's got four rings, and y'all haven't even sniffed a finals yet. So I that's kind of where I'm at. Like, don't don't poke the bear of LeBron James and Kevin Durant or whoever else who's done, been there, mm-hmm. done it, and y'all haven't really done anything. Like Dylan Brooks, too. Like, who is Dylan Brooks trying to be here? Like, is he trying to be their Draymond Green? 
Well, it's just funny. Like, Dylan Brooks, he wants to fight Shannon Sharp, but then gets beat up by... Uh, oh. <laughs> he gets beat listen, up by my guy. If Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell can throw you around, Cam, <laughs> Shannon Sharp is going to throw you around, all right? Because Shannon Sharp yeah. is jacked, okay? Yeah, like, Uncle Shannon don't play. Uh-uh. So, and, and that's one thing that I'll say. Like, you know, Dylan Brooks is, like, what on that team? Is he, like, the fourth or fifth best player? I mean... Third to fourth, you can make the argument. And I know he's he brings an attitude that yeah. every, team, every yes. championship team needs. I'm not I'm not yeah. hating on Dylan Brooks, but it's just like at some point you could be that presence without fighting Shannon Sharp and without fighting Donovan Mitchell. I guess Draymond yeah. slowly has figured this out. Now he punched his own teammate, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's figured out how to keep the aggression to kind of motivate the team instead of hurt them. And I feel like yeah. the Grizzlies are kind of getting a little bit more about off the court stuff now. They'll be good. I just think. My main thing is doing it consistently. If you're going to be about it, challenge everybody and don't back down from anything. Um, but keep it clean. It doesn't need to get to a point where you're elbowing people in the crotch. Yeah, and stick to the script. Like, don't don't go off script. Don't try to, you know, do your own thing. Stick to the script, read your lines, and play the game the way it was written by the NBA writers. Well, I'll say this. You know, we talk about sticking to the script, but we're not sticking to the script. We're going out to Phoenix next week, baby. We're going out to the Super Bowl. We got that's, things to do. That's part of the script. They wrote that in the script. I got my script last week, and I'm pretty excited about it. I really am. That wasn't that wasn't in my script. I'm gonna tell you right now. My oh. script was to go to the Super Bowl, but not be doing this. Oh, so. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't realize. I I guess they had to do a couple of rewrites when you didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> No, but we're going to have a fun week next week. Um, everybody stay tuned. We're going to get some great guests. Uh, we'll be at Radio Row. Aiden's going to get to see the behind the scenes. Um, he'll have some really good content there. But uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you guys for listening in and tuning in to the Knockers Football Podcast with Cam Hayward. We'll see you next time. Like and subscribe. Peace out.